Hi friends, my name is Caitlin Matchy and I would like to welcome you to The Thought Maze. Thank you so much for joining me today. So, obviously as a part of my podcast, I like to stress the importance of being aware of the issues of mental health, you know, in ourselves and others, but in society as a whole, we have a mental health crisis on our hands, especially in the U.S., And the more we as a society are aware of the challenges that we face when it comes to providing resources to people who need them, uh, the better off we'll become. And we have a lot of work to do on increasing access to mental health resources for everyone, people who can't pay, people who have been marginalized in healthcare, people who don't feel that they are properly represented in uh, the mental health field or healthcare in general, things like that. So that leads me to something that I have touched on. It's included in every single episode that I've done, and I talked about it a little bit last week, and that is the 988 hotline. So we're going to talk a little bit about what this hotline is. Hopefully most of you have heard about it. You may not exactly know what it is, so we'll talk a little bit a little bit about it and how important it is and what a huge step it was to providing accessible mental health resources to everybody. So, we are not in a good state mental health-wise or health-wise <laughs> in the US. It's just a fact, unfortunately. And That increases the need for mental health services many times over. So I have some statistics that I want to talk about that just highlights what we're dealing with right now as a society. So 26% or about one in four adults have a mental health disorder. Uh, 9.5% have a depressive disorder. The most common one is major depressive disorder. Uh, 1% has schizophrenia. And 18% have some sort of anxiety disorder. 800,000 people die by suicide each year. And 54.7% of adults with a mental illness are not treated for it. That's pretty shocking. And that just shows how much work we have left to do and how much mental health services and resources are needed. So where does the 988 lifeline fit in? So the 988 lifeline used to be called the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. And it is pretty much a one-stop shop for mental health resources. Just as 911 is used for, you know, physical health emergencies, 988 should be used for mental health emergencies. That's as simple as it is. As commonplace as 911 is, 988 needs to be just as commonplace. And um, it's still new, so we still have a way to go. So how the 988 hotline came about, in 2001, the U.S. government created the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 
And that lifeline actually received 46,000 calls the first year that it was available. And then in 2020, of course, in the midst of COVID and the mental health crisis that came about during that, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, the FCC, and the VA decided to create the new 988 number to make the lifeline more accessible to people because that's a lot easier to remember than an 800 number. And the 988 lifeline officially launched on July 16th, 2022. The federal government funded and created the line itself, but it really does fall on local and state governments to fund the local call centers and provide um, the mobile crisis teams because it's not going to help somebody who is in a dire mental health emergency if they're speaking to somebody states away. So the states themselves and the localities, wherever the person is located, hopefully they need to have a team close by that can assist them if necessary. And the lifeline has changed a lot since it was created. So in 2007, the VA was roped into the lifeline and they added the veterans crisis option to the switchboard. And then in 2013, they added a chat. And in 2015, the disaster distress helpline was added in. So slowly they began to kind of integrate these other crisis hotlines and things like that to, again, make it kind of a one-stop shop. In 2016, the Lifeline chat link was automatically included in the Google results when somebody searches for suicide or any related keywords. As I was researching for this episode, I can attest I saw the 988 hotline pop up many, many times at the top of my Google search page. In 2018, the government began to research the feasibility of a three-digit phone number for the Lifeline, like 911. Everybody knows what 911 means, everybody can remember 911. It's easy for children to remember 911 in an emergency. And that was what they were trying to accomplish instead of somebody trying to memorize a complicated 800 phone number. They wanted to reduce it down to a three digit phone number to make it easy to remember because in an emergency, you want to get help as fast as possible and as easy as possible. Uh, in 2020, which is when it began the transition from the 800 number to the 988 number, texting was added. And that first year that 988 was launched, the Lifeline actually got 3.3 million calls, texts, and chats. This year, the Lifeline added an option on the switchboard for younger members of the LGBTQ plus community. And from its official launch in... July of last year to this year, the 988 Lifeline has received over 6 million calls, texts, and chats. So when you call the 988 hotline, you talk to trained counselors and operators. And these operators go through extensive training on 
all kinds of mental health topics, anything you can think of, pretty much. And, little side note, as I was researching, I noticed that actually a lot of these training courses are available for free online to the general public. So... If that interests you, you might want to check that out. But they go over, some examples are um, relationships and infidelity, spiritual challenges, diversity, sexual assault, the safety of your client on the phone, refugee and immigration challenges, substance use, family conflict, and teen challenges. So a wide variety, and that's just a, a small snippet of what I found that they train on. As for how the 988 hotline might change or evolve going forward, you know, I think we're going to look at as times change, as issues change, it's going to be important for them to adapt as far as training and options that are available. Maybe they'll start to, if there are any other like specialty hotlines or services, maybe they'll start to integrate those as well. But the Biden administration has really significantly increased funding to support local crisis centers. And I think that's going to be the number one issue in this is the funding and accessibility of these local crisis centers. Because without them, you can help somebody on the phone as much as possible, but if something really urgent is happening, it's important to get somebody close, in person, face-to-face. And these local crisis centers are going to be really the only way to do that. So really, to just to summarize, the 988 hotline was such a huge step in providing accessible mental health support to the general public. It's more trauma-informed care compared to using 911 for an emergency. Unfortunately, we have seen events in the news where the police were called for mental health emergencies to sometimes disastrous results. So the 988 hotline is more trained to deal with these types of situations and know how to handle them. Not all police and first responders are trained in crisis management. It's best to leave the situation in the hands of people who are trained to deal with them. And the 988 hotline will just keep emergency services like the police out of the situation unless absolutely necessary. The 988 hotline says that the police are usually not involved unless there is imminent or in-progress harm to the person or somebody near them. And for all of you out there listening, I just would like to encourage you to spread awareness about 988. And if you have a crisis, and it doesn't even necessarily need to be a big crisis, any sort of mental health struggle you're dealing with, give them a call or text them or chat with them online. Just talk to somebody. If you don't feel like you have anybody else to talk to, if you feel like you don't want to burden your family or friends, these people are literally getting paid to do this. (laughs) You're not a burden to them. This is their job. That doesn't mean that they don't care. They're there to help you. So burden them if you don't feel like burdening anybody else. They're just a phone call or text or chat away. And just tell everybody 
about the 988 hotline. Again, it's still relatively new. It only had its major launch launch last year. So just spread awareness. Talk about it. Let everybody in your life know about the 988 hotline because you never know who might need it. Or, you know, next time somebody's in a rough situation, they'll have that number in the back of their head. We just need to make it more common. We need to make it just as common as 911. And for anybody who needs additional resources or information, if you need help, or if you're wanting to support any mental health initiatives, the 988 Hotline's website is 988lifeline.org. And a couple of my personal favorite organizations that deal with mental health are To Write Love on Her Arms. I really, really love that organization. I've been a huge fan of theirs for well over a decade. And NAMI is also a good one, the National Alliance on Mental Illness. So I encourage you just to take advantage of the resources that are out there. Don't be afraid to use them if you feel like you need them. And as always, I'm here to talk anytime you want. Please feel free to email me at thethoughtmaze at gmail.com. I'm happy to talk through anything that you're going through right now. So as we wrap up our episode today, my friends, I just want to encourage you once again to subscribe to my channels and check me out on social media. I'm on TikTok and Instagram at The Thought Maze. And I'm still looking for survivor stories. I have some great stories coming in. I'm really excited to share them with you in the next months. They're going to be incredible. The survivor stories are my favorite thing that I do on this channel so far. So it's been, it's been really great. And as usual, I'm going to end this episode with a quote from Emery Lord. My dark days made me strong, or maybe I was already strong and they made me prove it. Thank you so much, my friends, and I'll talk to you next week. recorded and produced by Caitlin Matchy. Please remember if you have an immediate mental health need, the mental health hotline is available anytime. Please call or text 988.